Do you want to have an authoritative grip on story structure? Like, do you want to approach your story already having a pretty good grasp of how to craft it? Here's the thing, guys. Given how many authors there are out there, how many people are uploading stories to Amazon every single month, relatively few of them ever give any thought at all to story structure. And that doesn't mean that their books aren't good, but it also means that they aren't paying attention and their books probably aren't quite as good as they could be. So if you could get to the point where you have a pretty good grip on story structure and are, you know, even a little bit of an expert at it, you're going to be ahead of the curve. This is not actually the podcast I was going to do today, but after uh, recording the last one, I decided to give you my top five picks for nonfiction writing craft books. And I'm actually going to give you 10, not 10 titles exactly, but I'm going to give you the top five that I love and have learned from, and then five types of books that you should be reading as an author in order to hone your craft. Okay, so stay tuned. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that I have told the story before, but I'm going to tell it again, just briefly. Uh, back when I was in college, I attended a spring workshop for writers. And this was right after I decided that I was changing my major, you know, to English from science and really going to go for this writing thing, right? So I decided the spring conference would be a great place to start. Well, Dan Wells was there, and he taught his system of, I believe it was seven plot points for crafting a story. Now, it was Dan Wells. Sometimes I accidentally call him Dan, Dan Brown, and no, I have not met Dan Brown, <laughs> but I have accidentally said that before. Um, anyway, so if I slip, no, it's Dan Wells. He's a wonderful, wonderful guy, wonderful author. Anyway, I went through his workshop and his plot points, and that was the first time that I had ever seen story structure laid out like that before. And it was like a massive light bulb moment for me. I mean, after learning it, I intuitively knew not only that this was important, but that I felt like this was the key to being a good author, that if I could master the story structure thing, my stories would always be good and would always connect with readers. So I got really excited about it. The rest, as I've said before, was history. I just kept digging, kept studying story structure. Um, I've now developed my own proprietary set of plot points, which are the 10 plot points for a page turning story. You can always find the URL for a free PDF of that in my show notes. But the point is that was a, a big turning point for me. And from then on, I started reading every craft book that I could get my hands on. Hi there, aspiring fiction author. Welcome to Fiction Author Business School. Do you want to write your stories with ease and confidence? Do you find yourself Googling how to write a fiction book or how to write a character arc? Do you want to create a fiction empire, but you can't even finish the story you're currently working on and you find yourself doubting it will even be good enough? Hi, I'm Liesl. I too have been writing stories since I was just a kid. I wanted to do something about my fiction writing dreams, but got information overload every time I looked for writing help because there's just so much out there on the internet. I wanted confidence that I wouldn't disappoint my readers and a plan to publish regularly. I knew the foundation of any author career, including the marketing aspect, is a stellar and well-written story, but I didn't know how to be sure that my story was solid. I went on a journey to figure out what really makes readers tick and how to incorporate those addictive elements into my story. In this podcast, you'll find specific tactical fiction writing tips, solutions to writing more words more efficiently, and secrets to mastering your author mindset. So put on your fuzzy slippers, grab a notebook and pen and some chocolate, and let's write some fiction.
But here's the thing. Even if you read a lot of craft books like I do, even if I give you my top five picks, which I'm going to, you're never going to find absolutely everything you need in a single craft book, right? They're all going to have different, slightly different advice, um, take different angles, and that's a good thing. You should read a variety in order to get a very rounded view of how different people write, how different writers approach story structure, and different aspects and elements that you can then home in on and emphasize if they speak to you. So all I'm saying is you're never going to find all of that in one single book written by one single author, right? So I would encourage you to branch out and read as many books as you can find on StoryCraft. And I'm going to give you my top five because these are ones that really taught me a lot and spoke to me, but you might have a different top five that speak to you better than these ones speak to me. You know, you never know. So without further ado, we're going to dive right in to what I'm going to recommend for you. If you want to write these down, grab a paper and pencil. And most of them are available just about anywhere you can find books. So they'll be available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. A lot of them are available on Libby, things like that. And I do apologize. My voice is a little bit croaky today, so I keep having to stop to clear my throat. But okay, so my number one writing book is called The Writer's Journey by Christopher Vogler. Um, especially in terms of crafting your plot, this is kind of the big cheese for me. Christopher Vogler, you will hear me um, quote him a lot. He has my favorite by far definition of story, which is the one that's a uh, story is a metaphor for a journey that leads to change. And um, that comes from Vogler. He basically is doing the hero's journey, but he simplifies it and makes it more easy to understand and straightforward. As much as I love Joseph Campbell, trying to read through his stuff can be a little bit dry and Vogler just makes it a little bit more accessible. He also uses, um, he worked in Hollywood, so he uses movies to show the hero's journey, and those kinds of examples are very helpful. So I would definitely recommend The Writer's Journey if you have not read it. Um, number two is called Story Engineering by Larry Brooks. Again, this is how to craft your story, but the thing I loved about this is that it's got a little bit of the internal. It's not massively focused on the internal, but he gives you kind of the vibe of what the character should be in each of the four acts. And that ties to the internal, not the external. So in a way, Story Engineering was one of the first books that got me thinking about the internal and really kind of lit me up and went, wow, I, I, don't, I don't think about that. I've only been focusing on plot up until now. And it kind of gave me my first taste of how important the internal part of the journey is. And it's a really, really good craft book. So once again, Story Engineering by uh, Larry Brooks. Okay. Then there is... The Virgin's Promise by Kim Hudson. This one focuses pretty much entirely on the internal journey. So where the hero's journey is very much the plot and the external, The Virgin's Promise is the internal journey. Um, and keep in mind, I always have to kind of throw in this little caveat that either male or female characters can go through the hero's journey and either male or female characters can go through the virgin's promise. They are named that way for masculine and feminine energy. And in a way, it's a little bit unfortunate that they're named that way because it makes people think that they're for one type of character, one gender or another, and that's just not true. Um, it's just the virgin's promise is the internal journey of the character. And if you really want to understand what an internal journey should look like, then this is the book you want to read. And it's very, very informative. Um, okay, so that was number three. 
Number four is Right to Market by Chris Fox. Now, some of you may think that this is a marketing book, not a craft book. And in some ways it is, but I actually see it as a hybrid of both because it shows you how to craft your story in such a way that it will be marketable. So it's still, you know, it tells you a lot about story craft, especially for your genre. Um, and yes, it does do this in the service of being able to market it afterward, but you're still talking about crafting your story. And I think it's really, really a valuable resource when it comes to, is this just you writing for you and dabbling, or do you want to make this a commercial product that you can sell? Um, And yes, absolutely, that is marketing, but you have to craft your story in such a way that it will be marketable. So they really do go hand in hand. And if you like Chris Fox, he's got a whole series of books. There's another one called Plot Gardening that's a little bit more plot focused versus uh, market focused, but I actually prefer uh, Right to Market over Plot Gardening. I liked it more and I thought it was you know, a little bit more informative and all of that. So um, feel free to check out both or to check out all of Chris Fox's books. All of them honestly are really good, but um, in terms of craft, I would go with Right to Market. Um, And number five is one that I found much more recently. It is called Story Genius by Lisa Cron. And this book was really great because she really focuses on the emotion and getting really deep into the nitty gritty of your character. Um, Specifically, it's, it's almost she takes almost a psychological approach in asking you know, drilling down and asking the questions of, okay, but why does the character do that? Okay, but why? Okay, but where does that come from? Okay, but what is motivating them? And if you can do that with your characters, you get so much a better grasp on what your story is, on what your theme is, and on what exactly you're trying to convey to the audience. So I will say that this book, Story Genius, it's really, I wouldn't call it for the first time writer necessarily. It's almost just a higher level of writing because you do have to do more psychological work and dig down. So I love it and I would recommend it for anybody. But I also might say if you're really, really new and you're just starting out, start with some craft books that focus on plot first. Okay, if you're if you're new, it might almost be better to start on the outside and work your way in, even though I tell you not to write that way. I tell you to write from the inside out. Just read a few of these books so that you can start to get a really firm grasp on things. And it just feels like each one is a layer deeper than the one before. And that's why I think Lisa Cron's book is kind of a whole other level because you're not sitting down with plot points. And I'm not throwing shade at plot points. I mean, I teach plot points, right? But that's just, it's almost like that's the first grade education. And then as you go deeper and deeper, you're getting a higher and higher education. And by the time you get to Lisa Cron's book, I mean, this is like college level writing. Okay, so just take it a little bit at a time. I think for some people, just depending on you and how you write, um, Story Genius might feel like it's really overwhelming for some people. I didn't read it until I'd been writing for years and years, and I loved it. But um, just take it one step at a time. And um, yeah, so those are my top five picks. Let me go over them again. The Writer's Journey by Christopher Vogler, Story Engineering by Larry Brooks, The Virgin's Promise by Kim Hudson, uh, Right to Market by Chris Fox, and then Story Genius by Lisa Cron. These are the ones that really kind of blew my mind, you know, and and gave me a better understanding of story than I had had before. Now, I said at the beginning that I would also give you five types of books you should be reading. So these aren't going to be specific titles, but if you 
want to know what kinds of books you should be reading to hone your craft beyond, you know, the recommendations I've already given you. These are the kinds of things that I think you should be looking to read. Now, we all know that we should be reading widely within our genre, and that means reading fiction books. And yes, I give you permission to read all the fiction books in your genre that you like. But I would also recommend that you read some nonfiction books around the craft of writing, um, around the industry of publishing, things like that. Okay, so what types of books should you be reading and should you be looking for to further your education? Number one is just books about craft. So the recommendations that I gave you today, but any other books about craft that you can find. And like I say, these are not by far the only ones that I've liked or that have taught me something or that I would recommend. These are just my top five, but there are dozens, if not hundreds of books out there about craft. So always read books to um, try to hone the craft and make it better. And don't be afraid to read a book if you feel like maybe you already understand that system that they're using. You know, if you read one book about plot points, don't shun all of their books about plot points because people approach them differently. And even if there's just one tiny little tidbit that you hadn't considered before, that can still open up a whole new world for you. So don't be afraid to read things that might be a little bit repetitive because you can find still really great gold nuggets within those books, okay? Um, so that's the first one, books about craft. The second one I'm going to recommend is books about your personality type. I know this might sound a little bit strange, but I'm also a student of personalities. And sometimes learning about your personality type can help you, especially in your writing habits. You know, if you, because we tend to not be self-aware, we've, we've got all this noise coming at us, all of the... Uh, the streaming stuff in the digital age, we sometimes don't pay attention to our own thoughts and habits and tendencies. And so if you can learn a little bit about your own personality and then read about, you know, the kinds of things that that personality does or, you know, what their strengths and weaknesses are, I'm not saying that you necessarily have them all. Everyone's a mix of things. But, you know, when you start reading about your own personality, you'll start to have light bulb moments like, oh, I do do that. I never realized that I did that, but I totally do, you know, and then it can help you to say, okay, well, if this is one of my weaknesses, either I can work on that to be to make it a strength, or I can work with it to make sure that I'm getting my writing done during you know, my best times of day or when I'm feeling the best and just figure yourself out so that you can um, maximize your creative abilities. Um, so I do this a lot. I am an INFJ, which is actually a relatively rare personality type. And I've read half a dozen books on INFJs, you know, just to try to understand myself better. And, you know, you with that, you can take some things and leave others because even being an INFJ, some of the things they describe, I go, yeah, that's not really me. I don't do that, you know. So you can take what serves you and leave the rest. But what serves you can actually make a huge difference in your writing abilities. Um, INFJ, just so you know, is the Myers-Briggs, but you can use any personality, any books about any personality craft that you want. You know, you can use the color code or the love languages or the Enneagram, or I really recommend uh, Gretchen Rubin's Four Tendencies is very, very um, eye-opening kind of book about people in general. So anyway, um, and it can be kind of fun to read those and learn a little bit more about yourself. All right, the number three kind of book that I think that you should uh, read are books about mindset and specifically money mindset. So any kind of success mindset or author mindset would be great. Um, but specifically money mindset, because it's something that we as authors definitely need to work on in order to get our books to sell. Mindset is the thing, guys, the inner game. So 
sometimes I, you might hear me say that the inner game is the whole game, and that's not entirely true, but it's true in the sense that without the inner game, you're not going to be very successful. However, I did hear someone I follow, um, Zach Spuckler, he put it perfectly. He said basically that you need both. So let me let me make sure that I'm being clear here. I give you a definition. When I say inner game, I mean mindset, I mean positive thinking, I mean, you know, manifestation, all of that. That's the inner game. The outer game would be what you're actually doing day in and day out. So it's your strategy. So when it comes to selling books, the outer game is going to be things like um, running ads, posting on social media, growing your email list, you know, whatever you're doing to grow an audience and sell your books, where the inner game is more how you feel about it, the energy you're putting into it, the way you manifest, all of that. And what Zach said is you, I'm going to try to get it right here and not screw it up. He said, you cannot out strategy a bad mindset. Okay, so it doesn't matter if you're doing everything right. If you're really negative about something, it's still not going to work. But on the flip side, you also cannot out mindset a bad strategy. Okay, so if you have the best mindset in the world, but you're doing stuff that hasn't worked since 2014, probably still not going to be terribly successful. Okay, so you need both. They go hand in hand. So that's why I would highly recommend that you look for mindset books that you look for people who can teach you how to have that mindset that's going to give you success. And specifically around money, so many of us have money blocks. And believe me, I speak from experience, I've had them my whole life. And it makes a big difference when you can get rid of those. So look for any on all books about mindset. And I especially love when I see someone who does specifically mindset for authors, I know that there's one that's um, it's about money for authors, things like that. Those are very, very helpful. Okay. Um, the number four kind are books about, um, publishing and marketing. Now I put those together, even though they're two different things, because these are just more books about the industry. You know, you should be keeping up on how the publishing is working right now. You know, the ins and outs, the nitty gritty, you should be learning some book marketing, what is working right now in 2023. Okay. Um, so just keep an eye out for these. You can find them lots of places. You can listen to podcasts that will recommend them. And if you go into most Facebook groups that are full of authors, people know which books are the good ones. You can always ask for recommendations. But like I said, anything I see that I go, oh, I want to learn that, um, I usually will go buy it and read it. The only thing I will say is to make sure and check the date, because if something promises that you'll get tons and tons of book sales doing X, Y, and Z, but it was written in 2012, that may not be very efficient anymore because the, the industry has changed so much. So just keep an, keep an eye on dates and make sure that what you're reading is current. But beyond that, go nuts. Read whatever you can find that will be helpful to you. And number five are books um, about kind of that are, I had a hard time figuring out how to title this, um, not books about the industry necessarily, but books that are sort of oblique to your writing craft. So things that will just make you better at writing. So these would be books about learning to write more quickly, you know, write faster. Books about um, reading maybe faster. You know, books about how to become better at different aspects of things. So you've got your craft books, you've got your publishing and marketing books. And this is sort of a catch all for anything else that might be helpful to you as a writer. And just keep an eye out for these sorts of things. Um, I think of things like 2k to 10k, which is about um, planning before you write so that you can write faster. If you could take a speed reading course, if you took um, 
uh, if you found a book about editing that would work really well, like my editing for passive voice book, you know, things like that, just anything that's going to be helpful to you in any aspect of your writing. And for the most part, you might not know what this is until you see it. And then, you know, a little light bulb will go on and you'll be like, yes, I need to know that I need that book, you know, so just be on just be on the lookout for these things. All right, so let's go over those one more time. Um, the five types of books that I think you should be actively reading are books about craft, meaning story craft. Number two, books about your personality type. And honestly, if you want to read books about other personality types and apply them to your characters, that's also very fun. I'm just, I'm just saying, little bonus tip for you. Number three, books about mindset and especially money mindset. Number four, books about publishing and marketing. And number five, books, other books that will help you with kind of oblique aspects of writing that will be helpful to you and make you a better writer. Okay, so once again, these are the kinds of things that I keep an eye out for and that I try to read. Am I constantly reading one of these books? No. I mean, especially the last year I've been so busy, I usually only read one book at a time. So if I happen to be reading fiction, then I'm probably not reading nonfiction right at that moment. But I kind of, you know, vacillate back and forth. I'll read a fiction, then I'll read a nonfiction. And then like most of you, I have plenty of books on my list and I, I'm never going to run out of things to read. <laughs> but these kinds of things will help hone you as a writer. And if you want to be really successful in the business of writing, you have to be constantly educating your mind for how to become better. Okay, that's what all successful business owners in any industry, in any market will do. So I encourage you to do that because it will make you better at what you do and it will make you more successful. Okay, um, I will go ahead and link to the books I recommended in the show notes. I will probably just put an Amazon link in there. So if that's not for you, like I said, you can find them on just about any platform if you prefer a different one. Um, but yeah, go out and I would encourage you to try a few of these, see if any of them speak to you. And if not, just keep your eye out for the ones that do. All right. That is what I have for you today. Everyone have a wonderful week of writing. Have a wonderful weekend. And remember, there is always a market for awesome. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening today. Before you go, would you be willing to do me a solid? If you found any value at all in this episode today, would you be willing to share it with other authors just like you in the hopes that they might find some value in it as well? Happy story crafting this week. Remember, only you can bring the world the unique story that you are trying to tell. Only you can succeed in your own unique way in getting it out of your mind and your heart and into a medium where it can reach thousands if not millions of salivating readers. You don't have to worry about failure because there is always a market for awesome.